We're in for a wild night. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 176 of Born to be Wild, a wild and wild adjacent exclusive podcast where we talk about uh, Hearthstone, our favorite game, while having fun, hanging out with our friends. And um, we never know what's going to happen because now we got a nice guest on that we haven't had on in quite a while. And I'm very excited to introduce this guest. But first, I want to say hi to Sheep. Sheep, how are you doing? Meowdy friend, I'm doing fantastic and excitement abounds to introduce Mr. James Corbett Games. Most people probably already know you, but please tell us as much or as little as you would like to about yourself. Who is Corbett? Ooh, ooh, as little. I can make it super mysterious here. It's <laughs> like, James, yes, the name's, uh, the name's James, James Corbett. Um, yeah, no, I'm a wild Hearthstone streamer um and i dabble into you know the other modes twist uh and and standard um yeah do some podcasts and things like that much like you guys uh big fan of sort of looking at what's good in in the format trying to come up with all the meta breakers and, and things like that so yeah i've been doing doing this for a while um love wild hearthstone and very happy to be here with you guys today well we appreciate having you on and uh, a lot of times we we come up with a lot of questions for uh, our, our interviews, right? Uh, we have had you on before, and um, one of the questions we always ask, which this one just seems so like plain and simple, though, so I don't even feel like it's worth asking, but we'll do it anyway. How did you come up with your screen name, Corvette? <laughs> <laughs> well, it all started when I looked at uh, my birth certificate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, when I was a kid, uh, like, you know, everyone always has their game attack, right? Like, everyone always has their thing. Um, but I, I never really had one. And so, like, I would, when I got, like, a new console, I would often change it. If I played a new game, I would change it. I'd just come up with something random. Yeah. Um, and so when I started playing Hearthstone, I didn't really have one. And then I saw, like, Kibler. It was just Kibler in game. And I was like, oh, you can just use your name. Like, it's fine. Like, it, <laughs> no one cares. So I just went with Corbett. So, yeah. That makes sense. Brian, don't call me Kibler, Kibler. Um, but everyone <laughs> everyone calls you Corbett, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works, right? Well, actually, that works as an origin story. To be honest, um, I like it. I like it. Yeah, uh, no, not too many other Corbetts out there on a uh, household ladder, so it, it works out fine. Better than James, I think there are a few Jameses uh, still out there. Yeah, well, actually, um, little secret: I don't share my name too often, but my middle name is actually James. So. That's a good one. That's a, yeah. that's a damn good name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's my dad's name. So I'm, I'm, I'm rather fond of it as I, well. <laughs> there's a few Jameses out there. <laughs> but Corbett, mm -hmm. that's the way to go. Um, however, we, our friend Ogre does, does like to uh, say hi, Corb, to uh, some, some old tweets of yours. How many times do you, do you get like replies after he asks, after he says hi, Corb? Like, <laughs> <laughs> A lot. A, a lot of people have been baited by uh, Ogre tweets. I mean, he, yeah. he was doing it for a long time. Like, he, yeah. he did it for at least maybe for like three, four months, and then he's run out of tweets. So he started doing, like, hi, Hearthstone, going back from, like, uh, you know, the Hearthstone Twitter mm -hmm. account announcing a new expansion, like, 2017. And it's like, Hearthstone, new expansion coming out. And he's like, hi, Hearthstone. And, you know, dozens of people got tricked. Uh, <laughs> so, you know... <laughs> 
Ogre, uh, Ogre had a lot of fun with that. And to be honest, that uh, it was sort of like a daily ritual for me. Just seeing go live, see what the high corp tweet was. And it became uh, for a long time there. It was like uh, a routine part of my experience each day, which I loved. I'm not going to lie. I have definitely been fooled by the Ogre, like high Hearthstone yeah. or high uh, Corbett tweets. Like, what is this? No, didn't that happen already? <laughs> <laughs> I was fooled yeah. once. I was like, "That these cards are not new. Like, what, what's going on here? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> afterwards, I, I saw that it was a, a bit of a tradition. It was just a fun one. Once you, like, realize the date and it says 2017 mm. <laughs> on the tweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the giveaway right there. Yeah. No, I, I definitely appreciate it. So you also, uh, as you mentioned, do Hearthstone podcasting, right? So mm -hmm. uh, this data wild, that's been going for quite a while now too, right? Yeah. Uh, we actually just did one episode 150, uh, like nice. the most recent one. So that's a, that's a cute little milestone. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we've had, uh, you know, so that we're basically on three years now at this point, like Ruffle joined show around episode 40 something like 44 so he's done over 100 at this point so yeah it's been, it's been going on for a really long time you guys are still uh out in front though so that that lead looks uh insurmountable right now <laughs> <laughs> it's not by a whole lot like maybe what do we this is 176 so mm -hmm. um but we're, we're, we're keeping her going it's we have a lot of fun um talking about this game so it is, as i'm sure that that you guys too uh like doing so it, it, it's it's really fun and what i really like about it the most is the community and i'm sure like you have a sizable chat when uh whenever you're streaming and it's really nice to see um the same people in there all the time uh ghosty doggy in everybody's chat <laughs> but but yeah it's it's a fun thing and um uh, it's, it's good to keep going i like it now i love uh i love the wild community um and sometimes like i might be complaining about the game or not liking the game. And someone might be like, oh, so why are you streaming? It's like, because I like streaming. Like, it's not this the game. It's like, you know, the interaction with everyone and having fun with that. Like, that's really, uh, that's really just the best part, I think. So, well, yeah, there's criticism doesn't necessarily need to be a bad thing, right? Um, when, when it's something, when you're passionate about something, you want it to be the best it can be. So, uh, the, the positive criticism and, and, and the things that, um, when you have a platform and a voice, using that is it's kind of smart, really, right? Mm -hmm. And obviously, we know that the devs listen um, because uh, both your show and our show have now had uh, uh, the devs on, which is really cool. Yeah, no, that was awesome. It was part of the um, you know twist announcement. Um, they, they don't do a ton of those uh, kind of interviews, so yeah, definitely like a really cool experience. Um, you know, we we lost really thing that matt london was was doing as part of the hearthstone team so it was kind of like his sort of unofficial send-off in in some ways so i think mm -hmm. that was really that was really nice as well he will definitely be missed absolutely well you were also on a non-wild exclusive podcast as well uh tell us a little bit about the vicious syndicate podcast for for those in in the wild uh know that may not be as familiar with it yeah, so the Vicious Syndicate podcast is basically, um, you know, in addition to the Vicious Syndicate data reaper reports, like the weekly meta reports that come out, they mostly do them for standard. Sometimes they get wild or twist or um, classic once upon a time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it used to be Zach O uh, as the lead and he did it with Ridiculous Hat. Um, then once upon a time, uh, Ridiculous Hat 
got a job at Blizzard. Uh, so I became yeah. the the replacement, and uh, I've been doing that for um, what are we what are we up to now? Maybe about four or five months, I, I think. So um, yeah, it's been good. We kind of just break down what's happening in standard. It's very uh meta focused and like very competitively focused so it's a very different type of show um it's pretty much about as sort of um yeah so uh, narrow in, in in terms of what we're discussing like what's good what's bad what's happening in the meta and not too much but if you are interested in like what's going on in standard um and getting some of those insights uh definitely worth a listen well i'm biased but i was a fan before <laughs> i was part of a host so <laughs> I've always appreciated the the fact that the the two different uh, meta reports with uh, like the Temple Storm and the Vicious Syndicate, right? Um, some of it is expert, you know, driven, like a little bit of opinion based, right? And then you have mm -hmm. completely data driven. And I, I love both sides of it because data is solid, but also there's pocket metas and counters and all this sort of thing that you can go about talking about when, when it comes to certain matchups and stuff that may not actually show up in the data. So that's super cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, I, like that's the point of the whole like written section and like, you know, a VS report, right? Like if it was just like the, the numbers, then they could just post the, the table and yeah. there would be no article and that would be it. But like the analysis and talking the trends, I think that's all the, um that's the real meat of it right so yeah. yeah getting that mix and match and getting some opinions and you know what's going on what are the trends i think that's uh also really important for sure definitely i feel that a lot of people uh, appreciate the work that's done there for sure absolutely so before we get into the meat of the show um we definitely don't want to wait until the very end for people to know where around the internet they can find you so where around the internet can you be found corb uh, you can find me at Corbett on Twitch and Corbett Games on Twitter. I'm going to keep calling it Twitter and YouTube. We're still doing it too. <laughs> I mean, like, you have to keep doing it until you're the last person. Like, until until you were the lone soldier calling it Twitter. Um, I mean, I think we're just collectively, we're just going to ignore what, what Elon did on that <laughs> one, I think. I think people would be more confused if we called it X instead, right? Like Twitter yeah, it's has like, what that kind of, universal... What kind of show is this? <laughs> right. yeah, what kind of show are we talking about here? <laughs> X.com. Uh, That's why... Show. <laughs> That's why we, we, we actually, we don't say it much anymore, but we had to always specify that it's born to be wild hs.com. You don't want to go to born to be wild.com. It's, it's different. Mm. HS. Very important. Very important. <laughs> so for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. Let me briefly explain how this show works. We record this podcast live every Friday evening at twitch.tv slash born to be wild HS. That HS is very important. <laughs> and the video version <laughs> of this podcast is then posted to YouTube shortly thereafter. Audio versions, of course, are also distributed to all the podcast apps. So however you are watching, listening, or absorbing via osmosis, this podcast today, thank you. Yes. Yes. You. All right. Um, <laughs> one thing that we'd like to do is say a quick thank you to Shokunin and the other main patrons of our show. Your support means the absolute world to us. If you enjoy this content, please subscribe and comment on this video on YouTube. Another simple way to support the show is to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever podcast platform that you choose to use. If you're watching live on Twitch, we've got some awesome emotes that you can unlock by subscribing to the channel. 
This is free if you've got Amazon Prime. And there are also emotes you can unlock free just for following. Also, we do have Born to be Wild merch. I forgot to wear my Born to be Wild merch. I, that's okay. It's Hearthstone merch instead. Um, but uh, we do have uh, uh, Schmoopy Mommy and Schmoopy Daddy here uh, so, <laughs> rocking the Born to be Wild merch. Looks real good on the both of those guys. Love them both. Um, you can find that um, in the link on our website uh, so that you can get that straight from our site or we can drop it here in Twitch chat. Uh, finally, we'd also like to uh, say that you can join our Patreon for little as $1 per month. If you'd like to interact with us personally, please join our Discord. It's a free, amazing online community of friends across the world who love talking about Wild Hearthstone and a bunch of other things. Like, we, you know, we got all the, the, the cute cats and all, all this stuff there. So if you want to see all this stuff, you can go to borntobewildhs.com and all the links are provided there. And finally, I just want to go over um, who I would also like to thank, and that is the people with the funny usernames. <laughs> so um, if you're not familiar, we do have a channel in our Discord where people post the funny names of their opponents that they see in their in their travels. So um, we like to dedicate each episode to these special people. So this week we have beer. Mm. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> Au revoir, pot sticker. What is this? KFC for life. Mm. Um, doobie damage. You have to be careful of doobie damage, right? Um, huge savings. What is Jot the plumber? Joe uh, the plumber. Joe the plumber. Yeah. Joe the plumber. I, I, <laughs> if that's a reference, I don't know what it is. Uh, name taken is real. Why hearth stones? <laughs> and. Uh, Piggy is mine. Also, and finally, to the best one, the last one that we received, this is dedicated to you, Poop Man. Thank you, Poop Man. <laughs> <laughs> so now is the, the time of the show where we see how our weeks were. Hydra, how was your week in Hearthstone and outside of it this past week, my friend? Well, um, I, I, I don't like always referring to work, which I do, but we've had like this... Huge shakeup, right? Where one, and I've known about it for a long time, but have been allowed to talk about how one of the managers is quitting, and um, they specifically have sort of tried to set me up to like apply and take their job when they leave. So that's been super stressful because I've been thinking about that a lot. Um, but outside of that, I've been doing like a crazy amount of exercising. Today, I did a 15k jog which was Whoa. ridiculous. Yeah. That, so you, you can see that James's eyes like open up because he actually uses kilometers. Sheep is in the yeah. United States and doesn't. Oh. <laughs> but I ran cross country in high school. I know that 5K is over, like over three miles and you ran yeah. three times that. That's more than two. Well, so we do this thing. It's a long weekend uh, this weekend. And every long weekend we have a barbecue lunch. And so it's like an extended lunch at work. And while everybody else eats a lot of food, I'm like, I, I can run further. So that's what I think. So I'm just going to run instead of, so I actually did. I actually made a burger and a hot dog and I ate them and then I ran. It wasn't like the oh. best idea. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> Such <laughs> severe stomach cramps. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, th but then I ran 15 kilometers, which was, um, 
I did not bring a spare change of clothes, so uh, I was kind of sweaty when I got back. That was a bad idea. But when I got back, so it's in Canada, we've got Thanksgiving weekend this weekend. That's different over in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's next month, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so we have it now, and everybody just left early anyway. So when I got back to the office around 2 p.m., there was nobody there. So it didn't matter. <laughs> and we, we do have showers, so I could shower. But does it, like, what's... What's your closer at that state? There's nothing. There's nothing you can do no. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Shower and then put on the sweaty clothes again. Yeah, it yeah, wouldn't matter that yeah, much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. Most people were gone, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, in Hearthstone, I've been trying to. So I basically at this point, and don't shame me, but I've I've abandoned the um, the other servers by now. Like it's too hard. Um, as most people know, I've been running the three servers since old gods is when I started doing like every daily quest on three servers. And in the last couple it's months, it's like, it's it when you're about to go to bed and you're like, Oh no, I've got to do my Asia quests. And you do that instead of going to sleep. Like it's, it's a problem. Right. So like, um, I I've been doing it for a really long time and I've, I've found that I've been playing other games, doing other things and it's a bit much. So I've been focused, focusing mostly just on the one NA server and just doing, I could focus on twist standard wild there. I don't need to do the other things I've let go. I, if I missed one daily quest before it would, it would keep me up at night. Like that's bad, right? Like, <laughs> like, Oh no. A hundred gold is a pack. I need all of my gold. <laughs> but um, so I, I've been balancing. So I have not hit legend in any format this month so far. It's the sixth. So that's okay. We got plenty of time. Mm-hmm. I've played everything. I've played wild. I've played twist. I played standard. Um, but uh, nothing. Haven't taken anything to legend yet. And of course, I'm rocking the, the Warcraft rumble. Have you tried it yet, Corb? Because you have it where you are, right? I I have not tried the Warcraft Rumble. I oh, am uh, I, I am generally um okay, Hydra. I'm gonna be honest. You gotta sell me. What the hell is the War- Warcraft Rumble? Okay, uh, is that the All new right. the new game that is out? Or is, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's Blizzard, right? Yeah, uh, is that the Clash Clash Royale? It, it is, is that... the like okay. Clash Royale yeah. clone, basically, right? Okay. Like it's the same game, but obviously skin for Warcraft, but it has hell yeah. Um, like this deeper level to it where there's a lot more strategies and stuff going on and more things to do. And um, it's way, way, way harder. In fact, if you look at the reviews on like the Google Play Store or the iTunes Store, um, mm-hmm. everyone's like, I quit. It's too hard. Oh, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's, wow. like there's there's definitely and I left a review and like skill cap noobs. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a skill issue. <laughs> yeah no it's it's it it is hard it's actually quite hard and you have to like think a lot more and i think playing a game like hearthstone helps because essentially you're building a deck right and then it's a game it's like a like a tower defense like lane running game right so you have to you you choose your hero you can be like jaina like like there's all the different like horde and then there's undead and and everything right so you can pick all your different heroes then you got to build a team you have to make synergy just like a hearthstone deck and then you go through after that it's very much like um mercenaries to be honest uh there's all the pve that you build your 
team to verse in the PvP. And I don't know if that's something like that you're into at all, but I'm basically addicted to it. Like, uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's also a gotcha game. Like, you can go on and you can buy gold for money kind of thing. Just like Hearthstone has runestones mm-hmm. now, right? Like, you can go and you can just buy the runestones and you can buy the cards. It, it's got all that inside it. Um, but it, it's really cool because you're used to all the voice lines and they've, like, redone them, but not in a bad way like they did Leroy. Um, (laughs) but it's super fun and uh we've got a little hearthstone guild going on like hearthstone veteran guild oh hell yeah going right now it's and it's quite small at the moment but um yeah it's fun so if you end up playing let me know uh see if you want to jump in there um i won't yeah sure it's not it's not a small guild it's exclusive all right, we got to rebrand it. Yeah. Yes, yes, it's exclusive. Well, it it basically at this point cuz Blister Guy and I were the ones who started the guild and it says that you have to message us on Discord and then we'll like approve like you to come in because right now all all the guilds are public, right? So anybody mm. can just say, "Hey, I want to join," but we don't want it just flooded with people that actually don't like play Hearthstone or whatever. So it's kind of like like the Hearthstone community within side uh warcraft rumble yeah when when you started that i thought you were gonna say that you and blister guy were the only people in the guild and i was like oh very <laughs> exclusive yeah <laughs> yeah please someone else join <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's actually they they only have a they have to increase it they only have like a 15 or 20 person cap on guild size right now so uh, I would like if they increase it. It's really cool because there's guild rewards. Like you unlock, like we unlocked uh, Sneeds was like in the first month. So the first season, uh, if you get enough points that you work together, you can unlock like different heroes and stuff. So it's really cool. Everyone's sort of working together to to get goals. But enough about Warcraft, Rumble, and Hydra. Um, Sheep, tell me about your week. How, how did that go? Yeah, so my week had its own uh, ups and downs. So uh, I... Wasn't on, on the show last week because my wife had COVID last week. Um, and so I was coming home from work and she she like tested um, because she was, you know, feeling a little under the weather. I was bringing bringing the baby home because uh, it was my my day to both go into the office and take him to daycare. And since she, um, you know, she she isolated neither uh, the, the lamb or I actually ended up getting COVID, which was great. But. Since she was, since she had COVID and he was exposed to her, he couldn't go into daycare. So I was the sole caretaker of him. He couldn't go anywhere. It was great spending time with him. I loved spending time with him, but I was also trying to juggle work simultaneously. And that was what was hard. Um, Also, you know, usually my partner and I, like she and I like tag team, like, evening <laughs> caretaking oh, so yeah. that one yeah. of us at least gets sleep one night the other one gets sleep the next night uh that was all me so uh i'm catching up on sleep a, a little bit still um all to say little guy had two ear infections and was teething so he did not sleep much which means that i did not either um. however on october 1st while i was chasing after him um <laughs> he, <laughs> he was largely over his ear infections and so he was like actually getting some sleep himself and I was playing a lot of games on mobile, which means that I hit legend and twist on Monday or on Sunday, Saturday, the first. 
that one. <laughs> the <laughs> first was Sunday. It? <laughs> it was Sunday. That one. <laughs> so I, I uh, kind of refined um, the uh, hand well, paladin. Not only did you hit legend on on the first, you got rank two legend. That is true. Uh, admittedly, it was the first day. There were three of us in Legend at that point. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's more than two. That is more than two. Um, so I, I kind of saw what meta I was running into and kind of tailored the my hand buff to that meta, hence why I have some things like Iron Beak Owl um, and not some things like a more aggro list. Mine, mine's more um, kind of mid-rangey because I was facing off against a lot of uh, handlock. <laughs> it works out really well into that. Oh my gosh, they, they drop a <laughs> Twilight Drake and then they, they taunt it. And then I just Iron Beak Owl and, and laugh maniacally. It's fantastic. <laughs> and then their uh, face explodes. <laughs> Typically, yeah. <laughs> so that was a blast. I, I just had so much fun playing that deck and a lot of people um, picked it up after, which, which was pretty cool actually like i've never been like the the person that people have been net decking before like at least on this scale so that that feels really cool um there is someone who uh then refined this deck more recently uh for the meta that he was facing who's a little bit more used to uh <laughs> having people net deck him and that is our good friend corb so corb how was your week friend uh, it was good. I mean, firstly, I will hope. I, I will say, I hope that next week you get to become electric uh, sleep city. So there's a lot of that. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was fun. Uh, I mean, you touched on it, like in terms of Hearthstone stuff. I, um, in terms of Hearthstone stuff, yeah, Twist, uh, Hammer Paladin seem to be doing really well. It started popping up at probably, you know, largely because of you. Like I, I saw a lot of early early stats on that and i was like oh this deck seems good um and yet yeah, th there's a lot of warlock out there so it's funny uh you actually say i like uh you know like refined it i don't even know if i refined it i was just trying stuff and then <laughs> my list that i eventually ended up on that i didn't post on twitter that i kept playing um it kind of looked a lot more you know like yours originally like i went back to the divine favors and stuff because i just kept saying warlock like 90 percent of my games were against warlock and twist so there's a lot of it out there i think twist there might be some stuff that is still very um, under the radar right now. Like I've uh, had some games against some token shamans and token shaman I actually thought was quite impressive. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I think there's a little bit more room to the format than you might think right now. But yeah, that's that's been pretty much it in the Hearthstone. It's like doing this wild thing as well. Um, a lot of yogs running around wild. Uh, hmm. A lot of yogs running around wild. But yeah, outside Hearthstone, outside gaming, um, I continue to be on the recovery for this broken finger. Don't mind if I flip you off. <laughs> I'm showing, <laughs> showing you the injury. Um, I've been dealing with this for a long time and, you know, got surgery a couple of weeks back and then had some minor surgery this week. Um, so yeah, Hyde was talking about the running. I kind of got banned off running for a couple of reasons oh, uh, over the past few weeks. So I'm kind of kind of jealous, but, you know, 15K, that... That's better than me on my best day. So uh, I mean, I'm trying to work up towards that. Uh, maybe I can get some pointers from you, to be honest. Um, honestly, the only pointer I can give is you suck at the start and you're going to suck for a long time. And eventually it takes a while, but you get better, right? Like I, I was very impressed with myself today because it's been a, it's been a long road, right? Like 
when I first decided I was going to start like running, it was like two years ago. And I went to run around my block and I live on a big hill. Right. And you have to run up before you can run back down around the block. And when I got to the top, my heart rate was like at 185 beats per minute or something. And I'm like, <laughs> I ran half a block, man, like, like around the block. Like how, how did that happen? <laughs> right. And I'm like, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> so um, uh, I, I got there and I'm still like, there's guys at my work that are amazing at it. And uh, I got a long ways to go as well. Um, I, I feel like I've been sitting in my butt playing too many video games. <laughs> Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> I right? resemble so, that remark. <laughs> yeah. So um, once you're able to run, is it because of the finger they don't want you to run? That was part of it. They, they said, like, do not sweat because, oh, I feel like we're getting into some gory details here. But there was there was some, like, metal rod in there. And they're like, we don't want that to get in, like, risk of infection and yeah, so yeah, stone yeah. exercise, okay. all that. I, but I also had some shoulder problems as well. I, I basically I, I play Australian rules football, um, mm. which I don't even know if you guys know what sport that is, but it's a, can, <laughs> but well, it exists. I can I interject for like half a second? Absolutely, more like half a minute. Um, so <laughs> I went I went to Australia in 2008, and mm -hmm. um, I went uh, we, we we flew into Sydney, and then we rented a SUV and we drove north, right? And then at some point we went inland and we're going through all these towns like Emerald and Ruby. They're all named those towns. You probably know what I'm talking about. Anyway, we, we, we went camping. And when we went camping out there, uh, there was a bunch of people playing Aussie rules football. And they come over and they're like, hey, we need somebody. They see me sitting there drinking a beer in my campsite. And they're like, we, we, we need another guy. And I was like, I don't for, like for what? They're like, football, come on. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's go do that thing. I have no idea like what's going on or whatever, but I had an absolute blast. And they're also like, be nice to the Canadian, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing, but I, I had a lot, a lot of fun. So I do know what it is. Um, mm -hmm. It's been, a, like I said, that's like 2008. So it's been a while and I do not remember the rules. So um, the stage is, is yours once again. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't worry. It takes um, I think it takes a while to get used to the rules. It's a chaotic sport, but yeah, the the point is that I I play it, and um, you know, I it's a very physical sport, and I ended up finishing the year very banged up, very injured. So I just had like multiple things that were wrong with me, um, and so basically I had to take like six weeks, six to eight weeks, kind of for like off exercise, but I should be good coming into basically this week. So yeah, hopefully this upcoming week I can get back uh, you know, on the train and stuff with running and everything. That would be nice. Awesome. That's cool. Uh, hopefully you don't uh, bust yourself up again so quickly though. All right. Like uh, one more year, there. you know? Yeah. Just got to wait for next season, you know? Yeah. When is the season starting up again? Uh, probably like April, like uh, around, around then. And it usually okay. goes for like four or five months. So, okay. You get yeah. some, you got some time, some recovery yeah. time. Yeah. yeah time <laughs> to get fit. Yeah, buddy. Welcome to the news. The news is so good. So we do have some news uh, this week. Uh, and uh, the biggest thing that actually came out is, is Jailer has been jailed. Um, I, I, I basically get to read what uh, was, was posted by, it was actually on the Blizzard uh, forums uh, with the Hearthstone update. 
And uh, so they came out with patch 27.4.3, and it states that the jailer has been temporarily temporarily banned from standard and wild. The dev comment is, we are putting the jail in jail for crimes against the meta. <laughs> when we made our last set, I love that. It's cute, right? Uh, when yeah. we made our last set of changes, Druid was still developing as a class following the mini set. Our changes were locked in. Tony Druid appeared as a top archetype in standard. We know that we want to adjust something in that deck in our next balance window. And we also know we don't want this deck to warp the meta in the meantime. So we're temporarily temporarily banning the Jailer until our next scheduled balance patch. The Jailer will be released on bail, unbanned, in our next scheduled balance patch. At that time, we'll make other adjustments to address Tony Druid, who is the real culprit, and anything else uh, that needs tweaking. Um, Corbett, what do you? How do you feel about this and and this um, jailer ban? Yeah, I mean it's um basically the result of very unfortunate timing where they they keep doing patches and then it's like right when they lock in the patch it's like two days or a day before it this new deck prop pops up and then um it's a problem so yeah just really unfortunate they couldn't really address druid properly um in the the first big patch that we got when we got like chamber uh, and that that massive balance patch uh you know a bit over a week ago um but yeah the the thing is like jailer has been banned and druid and standard is still the best deck like by a really big margin uh from what i can tell so it hasn't really solved the problem um i think that most people are starting to eye off the old god himself i think yog saron is kind of <laughs> being flagged as the main issue in standard and well maybe we'll get to wild as well um but yeah the the jailer ban is kind of funny because a lot of people are like why is it banned in wild i, I think there was some technical stuff put out um from deck Tucker or hat maybe which just said if we ban it in standard it gets flagged as banned in all formats so if that's why anyone was wondering like why is it banned in wild it's just oh, thing. yeah because yeah um, normally they just it, when they're banning they're banning uh, from wild, wild cards right so it's yeah. like ban almost is like a blanket constructed button maybe it's like it's just like coded that way yeah no they said that yeah where like if it, if it's in standard and it gets the ban just hits everything so um probably some weird coding nonsense i don't know i'm not a coder i don't understand i'm just listening to what i was told and that's what they said <laughs> no that that totally makes sense and, and um of course there's always the cry for dust right so um it's it's been banned so there there's the masses reaching out and um of course zeddy tweeted about it uh saying there's appears there is no dust refunds at the moment um and is this intended or not and our good friend ridiculous hat uh reached out saying like the pace of this ban was uh meant meant that we couldn't get a dust refund in right now it's not possible to do that with server patches we'll have more information here as we get closer to the balance patch, patch uh, discussed in the notes. Makes sense, right? Like if they, it's, it's almost better that they can act and say get rid of a problem instead of focusing on, oh, like we have to do everything all at once and get the dust done. Like I understand if they have an issue, they can get rid of it. I can, I can if I need my dust, I can wait for it. It's not that big of a deal really like right now. Plus you don't, when this gets banned, you don't even know what the next big bad really is and what you want to spend your dust on. So 
Yeah, th- this definitely. is definitely a, like a break glass in case of emergency type of situation. And, and the dust is forthcoming, but like they, they dealt with the negative play pattern issue, at least uh, <laughs> what they identified as that as such. Uh, like you mentioned, Corp, Yogg seems to be the uh, bigger outlier there, though, for sure. <laughs> so you've played yeah. a lot of you since you do the VS thing, you've been playing a lot more standard, right? Yeah, um, a little on and off, but like last uh last month towards the end i was playing a ton like i wasn't really interested in streaming twist all wild uh i think both of those <laughs> formats kind of had some issues last month um but yeah I, I played a ton this month i'm a little uh a little bit behind like i haven't done my legend climb yet um i've been focused on the other modes first but yeah yeah i've been a bit more focused on standard over the past few months for sure have you had any interactions with the jailer at all recently uh not since he got jailed no i i don't visit well, the facility yeah. <laughs> too often well i um, guess so i guess so i just yeah no. because like it came as a, a a more as someone who doesn't play a lot of standard like i only rock like a, a usually like a eight or nine x in standard like it's not something that i i climb at all so like when this happened i was like what <laughs> right like i why because I'm not, I'm playing like obviously a certain level in that format where this was. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it d- does happen, it's definitely annoying, right? So, but to the point where it got banned, it must be a pretty big issue. Yeah, um, particularly like High Legend, there, there were some crazy screenshots of people posting like their last 25 games and like 23 of them were against Druid. Like, uh, yeah, it was that's quite, quite chaotic. Um, I don't know. Uh, you'd play Anubrakan, and then you'd play like Pony, and then you'd play Jailer, and then you'd delete the opponent's deck, and like it was just like very unhealthy. But it turns out Druid's still really good, even without that specific interaction. So yeah, we'll see what they end up eventually uh, doing. And like uh, like Sheep said, it's very much a uh, break glass in case of emergency, and really like not what they want to be doing. It's just they felt they had to do something right now, um, and they probably just didn't want to touch Yog because you know. Yog's the big thing in the mini set. We used to live for a, a real long time before balance changes, right? Like cards mm-hmm. that weren't changed until they were rotated out, like i.e. like Raza patches, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, patches uh patches made it over a full year, which is just crazy to think about, like in hindsight. Yeah, actually, uh we asked, we did ask the devs if they tested out patches. Um Mm-hmm. With with the charge right and and uh, yeah. S- yeah, Celeste Lon's answer was was awesome. He's like, yeah, we did. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was busted. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Too wild for wild. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw I saw that clip, and I was like, ah, we were so close, so this close to greatness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it, it it would be nice. Um, it, it, in all fairness, when patches was new. I can't tell you how many times you would hear uh, I'm in charge now. And then I would hit end turn before I attacked with them. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> so when they nerf patches, I was sad, but the other part of me was like, well, I can't screw that part up. Yahar. <laughs> Yahar indeed. <laughs> uh, any more comments on, on jailer? No, we good. Um, not too much. No. I mean, we'll have to see what they end up doing. Um, I mean, they'll probably unban the card once they pick on a different thing. So hopefully, like, I doubt they're going to, like, nerf Jailer in a different way. Um, More of a so, Yogg thing? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what they end up doing. But I think I think he is going to make bail uh, quite shortly. 
yeah, they seem they seem to like him, so he'll be back. He'll be back. Um, and and I mean, praise Yog, but uh, uh, they may they may have to take that route. Um, also, in the news, we we had uh, this wasn't more of like a news article, but a bit of a finding because there was an article saying that the uh, Titans uh, Tavern Pass is going to be available through November thirteenth. And so that sort of, you know, spikes some some questions as to, oh, like, why why that date, right? Um, mm-hmm. Does that mean at that point in time, maybe we can start pre-ordering a new expansion? So I, I went back and looked, because I know that it's usually at the end of the year, and, like, the historic release dates of the other expansions are usually early December, Right. So like Lich King was the December 6th, Alterac Valley, the 7th, the earliest one that we've ever had was November 17th. So I think basically that tracks will probably um, have this available through that point and then maybe pre-orders will start then sort of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think BlizzCon, uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's around like the 3rd of November or something around then. So there there could very well be like a, a reveal around that time as well um before maybe available pre-orders around this time i don't know i'm not really sure what they typically do it sounds like you've done a little bit more research than i have um the third that actually tracks i think because i think that's now the official release date of warcraft rumble to the masses so that that Mm -hmm. sort of makes sense i saw which was really cool was the summit thing that they had at at blizzard that um our good friend uh, clark hellscream was at and they were there's a bunch including Trump SC that were uh, invited to go out to Blizzard and get to try the game and have fun and hang out with each other. I was so jealous like watching them hang out at Blizzard headquarters, having a barbecue and playing Warcraft Rumble. It seemed really cool. Yeah, watching Ben Hearthstone's uh, tweets throughout, like with all of the. Um... The Blizzard uh, Starbucks was the r- coolest. Like it had all of the different like Blizzard IP and and all the different oh, no tie-ins way. with that. It looked really cool. So definitely recommend checking that out. It was really neat. I missed that one. I'm gonna have to check that one. Out. But I did see uh, Ben Harstone in a bunch of pictures, and it was yeah, it's really neat to see everybody. I know Clark was very excited. He kept tweeting like, "I have something, but I can't tell you what it is." <laughs> Stay tuned. I will tell you what I'm allowed to. Gosh darn NDAs. <laughs> but um, so there wasn't a whole lot of news, really. So uh, let's get into uh, some decks, like what you guys have been playing recently. So what's this first deck that we we have up here? Uh, this looks like, oh, we were just talking about. There's Yogg and it's a Druid deck. <laughs> Do you have the, the uh, first image there? Or is, is this your deck, Corp? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I was just thinking, y'all gonna, yeah, y'all, y'all gonna druid deck. Like, that's uh, maybe more specific than that because there's a lot of that <laughs> I running know, <right>? around. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't um, see a deck title, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like, what what have I been playing? Like in, in Wild, I've been playing pretty much like two decks. The the first is the Questline Druid, um, with Yog and the Giants, and uh, this deck is very broken. I I, I think I think it's a uh just crazy crazy powerful compared to the rest of the field right now um but it's not so popular like people don't really love playing this deck in general like it's very hard for it to gain significant traction but um definitely like the deck that i recommend if anyone's doing a legend climb 
Uh, mm. Questline Druid, the super, super busted. Uh, and yeah, it takes great advantage of Yogg-Saron. So it's a really nice fit for that deck uh, as well. Well, yeah, I guess um, it was a funny statement and a very accurate one. Yogg and Druid, uh, which one could it be? What does Druid do? Druid plays a lot of spells. So that <laughs> uh, that sort of tracks, right? Um, yeah. Did you say um, with your climb, um, you said you weren't climbing to standard. Did you climb to legend already in, in wild or no? Yeah. Yeah. I've done my legend climb in wild and in twist, but not standard yet. Um, but yeah, yeah. In wild, I, I'm pretty sure I played, uh, I played rogue. Uh, we'll get, maybe we'll get to rogue, but I played rogue to get to legend. And then I played a ton of druid when I was actually in legend. Uh, so those have been like the main two so far. Yeah right on and then also we have um your hand buff so this is the hand buff paladin was the one um that you were running in twist uh, i suppose mm -hmm. with you're running black knight hey yeah like like i said i had to get very like warlock teched um so added in you know some cards that you know i mean sheep was talking about how good owl is right against like a twilight drake that's taunted you're like you know it's better than silencing a taunted twilight drake just killing it <laughs> so, like, that's, yeah that, that also works pretty well um so yeah rents and stuff like uh black knights uh like lothab lothab can be really good playing into like a twisting nether turn um i think hand buff paladin like it's kind of a some toying around that you can do especially when we have the 30 to 40 card option oh yeah um, it, it makes things yeah maybe even like a little bit more complicated but um yeah hand buff seems super strong right now uh so yeah again big shout out to sheep for kind of uh you know flagging that deck to the rest of the community as well you know what i love is any deck that i can see wicker flame uh burn bristle being played in right like when that card first came out i loved it so much i'm like this card is underrated i'm playing this card forever then zilliax came out <laughs> but like yeah well and now they buffed it now it's a three three instead of a two two like I, I used to love it as well i used to play it a ton with corpse taker because uh, it had all the keywords, so, you know, yeah. and it basically pushed Corpse Taker by itself. So, um, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a fan of it. And now that they've buffed it, it's just really good. It's like it's like the only like life steal minion really in in Twist. So um, it's kind of a unique uh, unique card in that regard for sure. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. I also love its intro. I, I've always loved its intro. <laughs> oh, I just I just remembered Warlock has the one life steal minion. All right, scrap that from the record. They they have the Queen of Queen of Pain? Is that what her name is? The two mana one four. Yeah, the one the four. Life is that yeah. the one that wait, is that the one that grows with the discard? No. What, is it that uh, lifesteal? No, I think it's just I think it's just a one four demon lifesteal, but I, I can't remember its name. I, I think they changed its name at one point, maybe, or changed its art. I think it might have been one of those cards, but Mistress of Pain or Queen of I don't know. Something like that. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> it's not Hearthstone Jeopardy, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that's a different show. Yeah. <laughs> right um so it sounded like you wanted to talk a little about the rogue deck um mm -hmm. tell us about that yeah i mean uh miracle rogue like this is the deck that i did my legend climb with um this deck is it's it's very funny because you know like the wild patch came out and the uh the 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 patch was you know talking about taking away wild hearthstone games that don't feel like hearthstone <laughs> um and then you know you post a screenshot of like a 40 40 edwin on turn three and it's like, 
Does this feel like Hearthstone? Maybe. Like, I don't know. It feels kind of like Hearthstone. Uh, but yeah, that was very fun. Um, this deck's super good. Probably second best deck in Wild, I think, behind the Druid. Um, yeah, like 40-40 Edwards. A whole bunch of zero mana Arcane Giants. It uses Yogg-Saron really well, which is, again, a theme among the uh, the good decks in, in both formats, Standard and Wild. Um, and yeah, like it just pumps out its whole deck and just plays everything, and it's really, uh, really quite something. Uh, a change that I've made recently as well is the deck uh, replacing Lothab with Zephyrus. Uh, no, okay. this is not a Reno deck. This is not a Highlander deck. But you, but draw you draw so to, many. Yeah. You draw so many cards. Yeah, that like the Zeph can be active kind of like very, very early. So. Um, not a not a bad thing to try uh, to try out as well. So, but yeah, Miracle Druid, uh, Miracle Rogue, super strong. Um, it's kind of like sure. we we used to run Reno and Mechathune uh, mm -hmm. Warlock, right? Like just because yep. you drew so many cards that like why wouldn't you? Like, yeah, it, you'd often it totally also makes sense. You'd you'd often also play Hemet, I, I think. Like you'd play the Hemet. Yeah, you, you, the Hemet would just nuke your deck. Mm. Yeah, and so yeah. Reno's active. Yeah yeah oh i missed that deck it's gone i mean no yeah, no coming back so. sadly. <laughs> it was so good it was so yeah good. Uh, i kind of so, miss it as well yeah i, I miss the mechathon I, I thought that was like a pretty reasonable good fun kind of combo deck to exist in in wild I, I i always never really had a problem with that one that one i think was really nice to have in the format i think the reason i didn't have a a huge problem with it is mm combo i mean in my opinion anyways like you, you got to figure it out right you got to get your reps in and when when i first started playing that deck i played it with a like sub 50 percent win rate like for the longest time but i'm like when it works it really works so i'm gonna get it down to like the point where like i'm actually really good at it and i played it and i played it and i played it and i like eventually like i turned it around and i was like mm. kicking butt with it and i just yeah i really liked it and i've never been a huge combo player and then and then they took my baby away unfortunately they right? do that yeah yeah they do that uh so you made legend with this uh, uh miracle rogue uh, do you remember like what your record possibly was like win rate on this oh I mean, ballpark um, doesn't yeah uh, probably like 67 percent I, I i think something around that kind of number i think that's a good number yeah it's not it's almost a nice number it's not far off <laughs> it's only two away yeah close yeah, only, only two <laughs> um but yeah like uh definitely a good record um it's hard to maintain like a super high win rate because the mirror was very very popular and you mm -hmm. know in a mirror one one player wins one player loses it's hard to gain too much of an edge in uh in that one sometimes but um <laughs> yeah definitely uh, <laughs> yeah yeah like it, it could be like that so but uh you know definitely a a really good climb uh for sure like yeah that was nice what would you say you saw the most honestly like um on the climb like the d5 to legend was it flooded with aggro at the time or milk rogue yeah uh, <laughs> those tons yeah. yeah a lot of mirrors um it was definitely like the new not the new but like the big hyped up deck i think following the nerfs um so many decks got nerfed in wild like so many um and this was kind of like one of the only um 
you know, non-Hearthstone Hearthstone decks that, you know, <laughs> maybe got left uh, that could do these really ridiculous things. And I think people were very excited to, uh, you know, to play it. Um, and this type of deck is usually quite popular at the, like, 11x MMR that, like, you know, like, those players typically like, in general, um, the decks that play lots of cards, that cheat lots of mana, that do lots of broken things when it works, um, compared to, you know, they, they often might reject a deck that's more like even Evensham, for, for example. So this type of thing was very suited to, like, the player base at the ranks that I typically play at. So I was seeing just an absolute ton of it. Um, and to be fair, I was part of the problem. You know, I was playing it as well. So can I blame anyone? No, not really. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, right? Like, if you're streaming it and people are seeing it, right? Oh, this is working. Well, yeah. I guess what do you expect, right? And we're definitely not into deck shaming here. If, if you're having fun or success with a deck, like, it's it's not not your responsibility to to balance the game. It's your responsibility to have fun and play it. So you were doing that thing. <laughs> no, a, a couple of years ago, um, the first appearance, I think it might have been the first appearance of Schmoopy Daddy on our show. Uh, he, he came on and um, was showing his version of uh, Secret Mage, right? And everyone's played Secret Mage, right? But um, what he was playing was pretty good at the time, right? And so he came on and, and, and we posted the video on YouTube and like it blew up right and then unfortunately um schmoopy daddy was responsible for spreading secret mage across the meta <laughs> and that's all you saw because uh he came on he showcased it and then we even like i think we clipped like just a portion of the show that was only about secret mage right and it got a lot of views and thus you went on the ladder and you saw a lot of secret mage so Thanks, Shmoopy Daddy. <laughs> I never knew I had to associate Shmoopy with Secret Mage. It's very um, against <laughs> his brand right now, but I have some <laughs> questions that next time I see him. Yeah, yeah, no, that was him. Good job. <laughs> he got better. <laughs> he's, why, he's why some people quit the game. <laughs> no, it's... It, it's all good. Like uh, along what sheep says, we 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 don't deck shame. If it's good, why wouldn't you play it, right? Um, and I pulled a full one eighty, like on that when decks were first hitting the meta and they were real good. I didn't want to play it. Like the aggro mid range shaman with spear claws when that first came out, and like tunnel trog, totem golem, and that stuff. Every game I played was against it, and so I'm like, I'm not gonna play that, right? Like. That's cheating. That's that's too good. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be a hipster. Well, guess what? Everyone was just zooming past me on the ladder because <laughs> I wasn't playing the good thing. So now, now if it's good, I'll just play it. Um, like I, I, I will usually try and like play what I think can be good or what is good. Um, sometimes there just isn't that much to experiment with, and so like some metas, I just become very, uh, you know, like I just willing to play like whatever the, the perceived tier one decks are. Um, and some metas, it'll be a bit more experimental if I think that there's something undiscovered. But yeah, definitely. Like, I, I think that the desire to kind of do your own thing and be a little bit hipster um, is something that we can all probably relate to a little bit. Like, I think, I think I think it's nice to do your own thing and feel like you're having your own little unique impact on the game. And um, especially if it's like a, an original deck building thing for you, like that, that can always be your little darling. 
um but yeah maybe over time definitely for me as well i think i've become like a lot more willing to just play the good stuff and just you know maybe until it gets nerfed and then something else is the good stuff maybe yeah. maybe nerf the maybe the, the way they nerf so fast as well has kind of affected that a little bit i don't know i don't know it's a interesting to think about they're very fast to act now which is nice um one person that i've always had like full respect for when it comes to just sort of doing your own thing is uh dr evil taylor like she'll just post a list saying oh yeah i just played a control warrior it's a pile of cards and i took it to legend and post the list like <laughs> sort of like as a point really like you don't have to play you know like the the, the best hotness right like you can you can come up with your own thing and she she would do that with like all sorts of decks like just yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna invent my own nobody is playing this deck and i'm gonna play it and do really well yeah what i really like about um twist is that it kind of lends itself to that that um deck building innovation because you know yes the the nerfs obviously were <laughs> foundational in that if a uh, chamber hadn't been nerfed then we'd just be seeing more disco lock but um coming into this season you know it's like what can we play that that might be fun and be it with the same card pool but with a different rule set um i think that that's just a opens up a lot of room for innovation um, that people can have fun with. But then also, you know, you always can see different top tier decks and and not just be in a, a more stagnant meta. So it's kind of the best best of both worlds that I've been having really fun, a lot of fun with um, in that particular aspect. Yeah, I think I think Twist, um, you know, like last month was figured out very quickly. Um, and the the downside of that is obviously that a lot of players were put off and uh, like they might not come back. But the upside of that is that you know things are a lot more unrefined right now. Things are still being figured mm. out. Like there's there's a lot more room for you to go do your own thing that other people aren't doing, um, and potentially find something that really works and works for you. So th there is kind of like the whole the whole data era of hearthstone i mean it's a conversation that's been had like a lot about like the pros and cons of it i, I do think it has like pros and cons having so much information out there mm -hmm. um and twist is a, a throwback a little bit in not just like the era of hearthstone that it's in but because the mode isn't that popular because people just aren't really streaming it there's not a lot of net decking going on um there's a real like gap of information right right now mm -hmm. um and so sometimes that can be good sometimes it can be bad like sometimes it's bad if i queue in a 90 percent warlock because everyone thinks warlock's broken but maybe that's good because maybe there's um a hidden broken shaman deck out there that no one knows about and it can be my job or my experience to to play that and popularize it and something that i can do which um is really really cool yeah when it comes to twist i don't know like I've, i saw a lot of what you're talking about people being unimpressed with how the meta was solved so quickly right but um i i think i was sort of like uh, on the outside of everybody else's opinion because i saw that and while it's true it's going to be a format that is constantly refreshed and like we've had some stale metas in the past right that have gone on for months and months and twist is supposed to be something that's revitalized like on a seasonal basis kind of thing so while maybe it did get quote unquote solved um things may like there's other stuff that always comes up but we're still gonna get a new fresh meta like the next time there's a new season so it's it's gonna still keep like rolling there's gonna be other things and there are gems that come out of it like i always think back to finja force five right that nobody <laughs> 
thought Finjo was like a good card until uh, uh, like what Water Rogue, right? Like when that became a thing, somebody figured it out like right before rotation. Um, like how that was great. Like stuff like that can can definitely happen. But even if it doesn't, like Twist is it, the seasons are temporary, so I'm okay yeah. with it. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I think that's a a pretty valid point. I th- I think that there is kind of a little bit of an exception with this format because we are like rolling the same card pool basically um mm-hmm. from one season to the next like there is the except like there is the rule change where we go from 30 to 40 but um there was kind of a little bit of significant risk of players getting very fatigued by disco and rogue and um the format was probably uniquely unbalanced mm-hmm. like it, it was one of the more unbalanced formats ever so it definitely like understand the point of you know it's temporary like you know there'll be something interesting in the future but while it was fun for me to play for maybe about two weeks that was about it i was about at my limit and i think a lot of players in general kind of like hit their limit like around then and that that last couple of weeks were a real slog uh for for a lot of people yeah i also think we mm-hmm. um we have like we pay attention, right? You pay attention to like what's in the meta. We're looking at like the best decks and stuff. So I guess like mm-hmm. when we get sick of something, we're probably getting sick of it way quicker than like some guy who plays at work on the toilet. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. So or, like, um, or, or sick of different stuff. That That's yeah. also a, another key thing. <laughs> He's missing his chamber pot of viscous. <laughs> <laughs> well done uh but yeah so like maybe that's like another angle they take that like like we are the um vocal minority right like mm-hmm. like we're the we're, we're the ones that, that that play the game a lot right like the, the first day of the month we're we're jamming games like crazy and yeah like the the meta shapes like quite quickly um but as we keep being told the when you are in the like 10x and up kind of like zone you're kind of like this a small portion of the population and they're trying to please everybody um yeah more to corb's point though that there were definitely some significant power outliers um before the nerfs um and they oh, yeah, were desperately sure. needed so i'm, I'm glad yeah. that they they did that thing because now the the format is wide open again for that experimentation which i feel like is the real strong suit of the mode I really appreciate the dev team, like how active they are staying on top of this kind of stuff. Like it's, it's pretty good. And I encourage it more <laughs> because yeah, it's not the, the biggest switch up like um, for the new season, like Corb, like you said, adding like the ability to have more cards in, in a deck and whatnot. They, there could be a lot more that they could do other than stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, makes a lot of sense to have this one be kind of a small change because they were packaging it with the caverns of times pack so like if people buy that you want it to be useful for multiple months um so that way they feel like they're getting their money's worth but in in the future yeah things could get really quite hectic uh one month the next but um i still think uh, the the monetization aspect of twist needs tweaking needs to be figured out because i don't think it's quite accessible enough right now um but we'll see. We'll see what they end up landing on uh, moving forward in the future. How much are they selling the pre-built packs or decks for? Do you guys remember? Um, there's some, I think, for a thousand, but I'm not entirely sure. Like they range. I, I think it goes from mm-hmm. like a thousand gold, and there might be like uh, over two thousand for the more expensive ones. But I'm not entirely percent sure. Uh, yeah. Right now. 
Yeah, there were a couple of them that were a thousand, and uh, the majority of them were the more expensive one at thirty two hundred. So it was a pretty good chunk of gold. Um, was that disco? <laughs> I think it was, but disco also had like it was a, a different disco build for sure. I just don't remember the exact makeup of it because. As a very engaged wild player, I already had the cards. Um, <laughs> those those were not meant to kind of get me into the mode because I was already going to play it. Um, the monetization model and getting new players into it um, that that I think Corb is, is uh, speaking to is what really needs to be kind of figured out so that the, the mode itself flourishes rather than kind of stagnates uh, in yeah. the player base. Yeah, I, I definitely agree is... Um like you, somebody who's been playing the game for a while, if there's a new deck, yeah, we can try it because we have the cards in our collection and investing everything you have just into one deck that may or may not get nerfed kind of stinks. Like, okay, maybe you'll get some dust, but maybe that was 3,200 gold you could have saved for the next expansion instead of dropping it on like one deck and twist. So that's full agree. packs. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you're especially as a free to play player, if I got 32 packs, that's a lot. It's more right? than two, especially with the duplicate protection that we have now. So, um, I've got a question I would like to ask, Chief. And now, <laughs> unrelated advice with Nate Wolf. It's not with Nate Wolf, it's with Corbett uh, Games, actually. Um, <laughs> um, I'm actually going to ask you two questions, if you don't mind. A two-parter. Um, so as somebody who um, likes to uh, innovate and get a jump on, on the meta, I, I'm actually, like, serious question. Like, what is your approach? Because uh, you seem to quite often have, uh, as she mentioned earlier, like a deck that can become like the new hotness, uh, innovating and getting a jump on the meta. Like when you start the new month or there's a new balance patch or whatever it is, what do you do? Like, what is your approach from, from the beginning? If you don't mind. Oh, for a second, I thought you were asking shape. Um, yes, <laughs> Sorry. my fault. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think um, it's different for each uh, circumstance. Like um, coming off a balance patch, uh, you're mostly looking at you know what wasn't hit like which, which decks uh benefit the most from what's missing in the format um and what really changes so uh or or do nerfs open up possibilities for new decks like i think even warrior or Oda buffs open up possibilities for new decks so like even war for example is something that you know got really nice synergy with the two mana two two armorer mm-hmm. uh, being such a natural fit in in that deck uh you know, along with some other pretty significant buffs like Trial of Fire, and all of a sudden it starts to piece together. It makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I think like in in general, you just kind of figure out like what what is the broken interaction, and, and you start from there, and you, you you move on from that point onwards. Like, what is the deck trying to do? Like, when it does its thing, how powerful is that? How often can it do that thing? Um, and how can you support out... the broken thing? <laughs> how can yeah, I draw yeah. the broken thing? <laughs> yeah, like like do you have redundancy for these cards? Like, does the whole package make sense? Um, and so yeah, I mean, Wild has such a long history that makes it very different than standard when it comes to deck building. So if Wild, um, you have all these years of knowing what cards are good and, and what cards are bad. So 
it's a lot more about kind of slotting in the powerful stuff into existing shells whereas something like twist um twist was a uh, probably like a lot more up in the air where it was mostly just like uh evaluating like what are the five star cards in the format because most of the time what what defines the best decks in the format is like which individual cards are the five star cards and like everything usually fills in around that so um no matter what it is like whether it's like you know like jade telegram and scarab lord and rogue and twist like those are real five star cards um or, or it turned out that like you know like the boom bots in warrior were like five star mm-hmm. cards um and things kind of piece together from there and i i think that's the biggest thing um is that do the broken thing have the broken thing and build around that um and that and that's usually where the starting point should usually lie even even if you're making it like your own homebrew right if you're coming up with a new homebrew deck that you want to try like identify what is the idea here like what is the powerful thing that is going to win you games and then you kind of build the layers up around from that main idea five star card wrote written down on a notepad near hydra's desk look for five star card next twitch <laughs> format <laughs> no that, that 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 makes a lot of sense right like what is gonna be in the format and build build a build around that exact one for each each format no I, that's good i like mm-hmm. that i mean that was the wiser words part sheep now i gotta ask the stupid question <laughs> <laughs> we could have just rolled with that but no no i said two-part question so uh, <laughs> um the second question or second part it's not a second part i i told you i was going to ask you a stereotypical uh, australian question from the beginning uh-huh. so I, I guess i have <laughs> yeah. to stick stick to that right so what is vegemite do you guys actually eat it does it taste good and why okay i was actually having a conversation with someone this morning i <laughs> they were like do you eat vegemite and i'm like no and i i never eat it and like almost killed me with with eyes when i when i said that i I feel like i said something very offensive um no like i i grew up in a household with it like my mom would um would eat it but like my dad hated it like myself and my brother like we refused to have it it's um incredibly like strong taste like as a you know as a sam as a toast spread that's for anyone doesn't know what we're talking about it's a it's a marmite type um like spread that people use for sandwiches and 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 toast and is very uh you know stereotypically australian but um yeah it's kind of like bitter almost or it has this like really powerful taste and smell and um yeah no i hate it like it's disgusting to me it's not 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 something that i want so (laughs) people do eat it i don't (laughs) It, the, the Wikipedia definition of it is a thick, dark brown Australian food spread made from leftover brewer's yeast extract with various vegetable and spice additives. Mm-mm. That, <laughs> that sounds and it does look as delicious as you might imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Wiser words have never been spoken. And you heard that on More to Me. Wild.